0: Good afternoon guys, you are listening to Mimi's message, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast, let's listen to today's message.
1: desires that the things that the church were established on the foundation of the church that us as a younger generation that we are not to abandon the foundations of God's church
0: father I thank you for this time of teaching of what prophets are what the visions are and what it is to mean to surrender our eyes to you. And so as we come to you, God, to learn, I pray against every distraction of the enemy. And I pray for a heart to receive, a mind to comprehend. Any, anything that is not like you, Lord, I ask you that you remove it at this time. I pray for deliverance as we listen to your word, that anything that has been a false Uh, false teaching false words false things that we have placed in our hearts and our minds that has caused us to not be able to grow in the prophetic I just ask you Lord as you use me as your tool to teach that you will deliver your people through the word that is spoken out of me through this teaching Lord that there will be a refreshing a reintroduction of what it is that you have called him to be as your prophet in this season, in this time, in this century that they find themselves at. And so I thank you and I plead the blood of Jesus over this teaching. And I ask you for revelation. I ask you the Lord, you will send your ministry angels to give revelation to those that need revelation at this time. To give wisdom and guidance and love and peace and contentment and even um, direction in what it is that you're calling them to do in this season as your prophets and I thank you Lord and I welcome you here Holy Spirit have your way let your presence be known even at the house or at the atmosphere of the person that's listening and so we bind and we break every assignment of the enemy and I place I pray the Lord you place a hedge of protection over everyone that is listening at this time we bless you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. If you want
2: God to have it all. I need somebody to open your mouth, lift up your hands, and tell God to have it all, Father. Come on, this is a perfect moment to dump everything you've been carrying for the last seven days and lay it at the altar of God and say, God, have it all. Father, take my sorrow, take my pain, take my shame, take everything, God, that is unlike you, God. Take it out of us now, God. We declare that you can have it all. Somebody open your mouth and say, have it all, God. Come on, shake me, Father. Make me over again, Lord God. Come on, this is a corporate worship right here. I dare you to open your mouth and tell God to shave it. Come on. He can have it all. Somebody's on the edge of your breakthrough right now. The breaker. The king. He's here to put you on the potter's wheel again. You may be broken, but he can make you over again. All I need that will tell God, Father, have it all right now, Father. Have it all, God. I feel the Holy Ghost in this atmosphere this morning. Have it all, God. You can have everything, God, that is unlike me, Father. You can have it all right now, God. You can take my shame. You can take my pain. You can take my frustration. Father, take it all. Take it all. Take it all. Lord, take my worship. Take my praise. We give it all to you right now, Lord. You can have it all, Father. You can have it all, Father. You can have it all. all. Every hand lifted. Father, we declare and decree in this atmosphere now, God. We're releasing ourselves, Jesus. We're taking everything, God, that is unlike you, Father, and we're pouring it out now. We're laying on the altar, Lord God. Father, areas of our lives, God, that is unlike you, Lord God, you can make us over again now, Jesus. Father, the areas that are broken, God, you can take us and you can mold us now, Father. Father, I speak now, God, to a marriage and to a relationship, Lord God, that feels like it's crumbling, it's falling apart, God. We declare. That you can take it now father and mold it god god i speak now god to somebody in this atmosphere god that has a health problem now father and the doctors has given up on them. we ask god that you will take our health now god you will put it in your hands we believe that you are a miracle worker we believe that you can heal bodies we believe you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think according to the power that works within us lord god god you can have it all father have Worship, have our exaltation. We magnify you, we make you bigger than our circumstances, bigger than our situation. Father, have it all, God. Have it all, God. Take depression, take oppression, take depression.
0: now i'm going to talk about visions what it means to what visions are basically you know um before you start to get visions from the lord because there are visions from the enemy wherever there you know when there is a light there is also darkness of that same thing so let's see let's say there are true prophets right those are prophets that are in the light meaning that are with Christ that are um generals for the Lord to use for his glory, and then there are false prophets that are basically in divination in witchcraft in um uh, basically they are worshiping the devil, they are allowing the devil to use them, okay The same is with visions visions your eyes can be um Used for for the glory of God, your eyes can be a um, surrendered surrendered to the Lord for him to to use it for his glory. God can show you things through visions, and the enemy can show you things through visions too, so it depends on who you surrender your eyes to and that's why it's so important that your heart is pure you know it's important to do prayers to pray prayers that let the lord know hey god i want you to take over my eyes anything i've taken over my eyes taken over my ears my nose my mouth my skin my all my senses i remove it right now and i break it in the name of jesus and i surrender it completely to you adonai i surrender i surrender it completely to you jesus i surrender it completely to you holy spirit Okay, just as you surrender your day to the Lord, you have to surrender your senses to the Lord because the enemy is always trying to find a doorway to come in. Okay, so before we go into the teaching of what visions are, the Lord I, um, the Lord led me to Zechariah um, and Zechariah had a lot of visions, right? We see that in Zechariah, he had visions of the horses, he had visions of the horns, he had vision of the measuring line he had vision of the high priest um he had a lot of visions he had vision of the flying scroll vision of the lamb stand and olive trees vision of the woman in the basket so visions of the four chariots we see that hezekiah's eyes was really like surrendered to the lord and we also see in um jeremiah as well, right? Jeremiah, the Lord was saying, hey, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? And that's one of the things about um prophets is that God is going to train you. The, per- the first person that's going to train you is the Lord, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, okay? The Holy Spirit will train you because Jesus left the Holy Spirit with us here. And he's our teacher. He's a paraclete, right? He's a teacher and he's a comforter. And so that's why... You start to walk in your gift in your anointing and in what you you have within you. so if you're a seer that is a prophet, you start to emerge you start to see in the realm of the spirit the more you you, you worship the more you pray. That's why God um, cultivate and also birth out prophets through prayer and intercession and through worship. So, it's either two of these. If you are a prophet, you will start to love to worship a lot. And that's where God will start to show you who you are. If you're a prophet, you will like to pray a lot. And that is where God will start to show you who you are. Okay? Uh, It doesn't just come just like that. Now, there is visions, night visions, and some people call night visions as a dream, your dream realm, okay? A lot of people have dreams, and God does speak in dreams. That is also a type of vision, but it's a different type of vision, okay? It's when you're sleeping, right, when you're sleeping, sometimes the Lord waits for the time that you sleep for Him to show you what He wants to show you because in the daytime you are distracted by t v by radio, by everything by work, by phone, by facebook by instagram you you are distracted, and so uh, most prophets that are very true true prophet, and i'm not I'm not saying that you know if you don't do this that you're not a true prophet, but I have come to realize that A lot of prophets, true prophet of the Lord, at some point in their life, the Lord caused them to give up something that was a form of distraction or that took their focus. So it could be some prophets that the Lord has told you, give up TV. For me personally, I have not watched TV, like actually like watch TV in my home. Like I don't have TV, you know. Like when I say TV, I mean like, um, the news, you know, what's happening. I don't watch those things anymore. I stopped watching it. I think it's been like almost four years now that I've stopped watching TV. Um, because because the Lord put it on my heart to give it up. You know, when he told me to give it up, it was gradual. I used to like C- CSI, you know, uh, SUV, those crime crime shows. And then he would tell me, don't watch, you know, this episode of this show, don't watch that episode, or or stop watching this, so it was gradual, it wasn't just like overnight, like stop watching TV, it was gradually, he was gradually pruning me from that, and after I gave up TV, and certain, you know, um, songs that I used to listen to, that I thought, oh, it's, you know, it's Christian, but actually, it's not Christian, um, I thought, oh, it's okay, they're not cursing in it, so it's okay. No, I give up a lot. And when I did that, that's when God was able to utilize my eyes to show me things that I've, you know, to show me, to to to, to use my eyes, to be able to, to use it for his glory, to show me visions, you know. um, And so... A lot of prophets are going to have to give up something. You might have to give up some Netflix and chill. You might have to give up some, you know, some radio that you listen to. That Lord might say, "Hey, I want you to listen to Christian radio instead of, you know, R and B radio or this or that." You just have to obey, okay? And He will give you grace to be able to do it. He gave me grace to be able to give up TV. I don't want to watch TV. The only time I watch TV is when, um, when I'm at church, like when they have the TV on. That's it. That's the only time I see TV. And even at church they have like lyrics on the on the um on the screen or or um like in the kids in the kids um sanctuary like they have the TV they have like songs playing and like you know um kids um movies about Jesus playing. And that's it. I don't have TV in my house. So um before I wanted to go into, like, you know, visions. I wanted to share that. And I want to share, you know, um, uh, Zechariah. I want to look at Zechariah 1.18. It says, Then I raised my eyes and looked, and there were four horns. And this is the vision, vision of the horns. He says, Then I raised my eyes and looked. The thing is, the Lord is not going to force a vision on you if you're not surrendered to him. See he said he raised his eyes and he looked little people who are seers, they know how to keep looking. okay, when I say keep looking is that when you have like a pictorial vision, it comes very quickly. You have to keep looking sometimes the Lord is waiting for you to keep looking so that He can show you more because many people who see who have pictorial visions um they they might not be able to go into open vision because they don't keep looking. When you have open vision, you you have to keep looking because it's like a movie in front of you that the Lord is showing you, okay? So you have to you have to like hold your gaze basically and keep looking and try and like like take everything in, like take everything everything take everything that you're you're looking at. Like you have to capture everything. You're like a photographer basically and the Lord is showing you pictures. And the other thing is, um, paranomic vision. It's like a, a short movie. It's, it's very. It's it's like a pictorial vision but emotion. Okay, a pictorial vision is just like a picture. You you might just see like a picture of like a, a like a an apple, right? And and you ask the Lord, why am I seeing a picture of an apple, right? Or you might see a picture of a rainbow. And you're like, Lord, why am I seeing a picture of a rainbow? And he he might be telling you, hey, I keep my promises, right? Or he might be telling you, remember, that, you know, I made a covenant that I will not destroy the earth with water again. Well, I'm making a covenant with you right now that this is what I'm doing, you know? So um, God has reasons why he shows certain visions to you. But you have to go to the Lord first, not your pastor not your neighbor but first the Holy Spirit asks the Holy Spirit ask the Lord ask him what do you what are you saying with the, with this vision? And one other thing is that God loves it when we write it down. when you write your vision down he loves it because it means that you are steward what he's given you. you know a lot of people know how to steward money they know how to steward the time they know how to steward at their work they know how to steward in giving. they know how to steward right? But do you know how to steward your gift? Do you know how to, how, to, how to steward your anointing? Do you know how to steward what God gives you in visions, in dreams? Write them down. Scribe them down. Because, look, when you are new to the sea realm, when you're new to visions, you say, oh, you know, I, I saw this vision. Okay, great. I, I will remember it for the rest of my life. No, 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 no. You're not. Because God is going to give you more and more how many of you re- remember the first dream you ever had as a little girl or a little boy you don't remember anymore right that's how it works now you know many people will, will normally remember some parts of your first paranormal vision because it's like a motion picture it's like you are seeing like something happen in front of you like like a, like a motion picture basically and so many many people will remember it because it's so different um, I remember mine because it it was just, I was like whoa, you know. But the thing is that you have to document it because God is gonna give you more, you know. Um, the Bible says that if you're if you're um, if you're if if you know how to manage the small things, right? If you take care of the small things, God, if you are if you're uh, thankful for the for the little things. God will be able to bless you with much, right? And so that's what I want you to remember. And it says at 19, And I said to the angel who talked with me, What are these? So he answered me, These are the horns that have scattered uh, Judea, Israel, and Jerusalem. So remember, he was talking to the angel. He's like, he's asking the angel, "What, what are these?" Right? He said, "What?" Well, he looked. He raised. He raised his eyes, and he looked, and he saw the four horns. Immediately, he said, "What are these?" You know, he asked the angel. Many of us we don't have an angel right in front of us to ask. At that time, angels were like they they were able to see angels, in and, and communicate with angels. Right? Uh, Because at that time, their faith was very strong. Now, many people are, you know, don't really um, have faith to be able to even, you know, know that God has angels that they can literally appear in front of you and give you a message, right? And so, our angel in this season, well, we all have angels. Everybody... Every child of God has been assigned with an angel, but many of us do not communicate with our angels, right? We, we know that when we pray to the Lord, he will send his angels to contend for us, right? But many of us, we know the Holy Spirit. We, we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So uh, uh, who we go to, you know, is not an angel like how Zechariah did, but we go to the Holy Spirit for the Holy Spirit to tell us what it is that we are looking at right because the lord uses the holy spirit to communicate to us and god himself can talk to us right uh he's what, in three persons god the father god the son and god the holy spirit and so the first thing that Zechariah did that we see here is that he went to the angel he went to the Lord he went to a source from the Lord to find out what it is he didn't go to his own conscience he didn't he didn't he didn't open up a a, a book he did not go to his friends we don't see that he went to a pastor he didn't even go to anybody else he, he didn't go to his relatives uh he didn't he didn't call up a friend from Zimbabwe well you know there were no Zimbabwe back then but he did not seek anybody, but first, what well, he tried to speak with what was, um, divine, and what was divine was what the angel. And so, in your case, you have to speak to the Holy Spirit. You have to speak to the Lord. Twenty says, "Then the Lord showed me for craftsman." All right, when he asked, the angel answered him. Right. told him what it it, it meant the thing is when you have visions the Lord will tell you what it means trust me and let me let let you know he's not going to just leave you guessing he will let you know even if he might not say it right there throughout the day or even the next day you will get a revelation. Sometimes it comes through a, re- a revelation, a, a revelation, what it means. Sometimes it might come through a sermon. Sometimes somebody might come in front of you and say something, and then you will get that aha moment. Okay, you know, majority of time, the more you start to contend with the Lord and ask him, Lord, what are you showing me? What is this, right? The more you do that, when you, you will get to a point where the moment you see the vision, you understand the meaning you don't even have to ask the lord you just know it and that's how it is especially when you are a, a prophetic prayer warrior um especially when you're praying prophetically god will show you visions and you will know what it is that you're looking at for example if you're praying for somebody who's in a transition right and you're praying for the person and god will show you grain he will show you grain and you because you are familiar with the with the bible God will show you grain and then He will put in your heart the story of Ruth. And so you will have that connection. Okay. I see that God is about to send you somewhere and provide grain for you. Right? And so that is how God connected. So when you see the grain in a vision, right in a field, and then in your heart you s you, you you discern root that that is God letting you know what it is that he's telling you about so you don't have to say oh wait let me just go and see God in what he's saying why am I seeing grain because he already gave it to you and majority of the time when you see something you don't understand it you stop praying you will get the revelation of it. 21 it says and I said what are these coming to do see the thing is when he asked what what is the uh for horns right he got an answer and then the lord showed him another vision which is what uh, crafts meant so when you obey in what you see and you acknowledge it by asking the lord what am i looking at he will give you more right we see that he, he he was given more And he says, and I said, what are these? And then when he was giving more, he didn't just stop there. He kept asking, what am I looking at? What is these craftsmen going to do? And this is what he said. So he said, these are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one could lift up his head. But the craftsmen are coming to terrify them to cast out the horns of the nations that lifted up their horns against the land of Judea to scatter it. So that's the principle here, is that God literally talked to Zechariah about about a nation. God can speak to, to you in visions about a nation. There are many times when last year, I remember I was praying for different countries. And the Lord would show me something about the country in a vision. And I would pray about it. And as I'm praying, God is revealing to me what is happening in the country and what he's about to do in the country. Now, I don't go on Facebook and blast, oh, God is about to do this in this country, you know, until he tells me. Majority of the time that I I go on Facebook, I I say, hey, let's pray. Pray for this country. That's it. But but majority of things, I don't go on there and start to like this country, that country, that country. No. No, 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 unless the Lord tells me to share it. So, if you are somebody who um, desires, if you're a prophet that desires to grow your seer dimension, it's very important to learn what Zechariah did. He he did what he looked. Okay, he looked and he kept looking. Okay, and he asked questions. You have to ask questions because, remember. The Lord said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? Right? You see that in Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, what do you see? God is a teacher. The Holy Spirit, Professor Holy Spirit, that's what I call him. Professor Holy Professor Holy Spirit is your first teacher. Okay, he wants you to ask questions. There's no teacher that doesn't want you to ask questions. Every teacher wants you to ask questions. Okay. It says here it says um in Jeremiah. So let's see, in Jeremiah it says, so let's open to Jeremiah, okay? Let's open to Jeremiah. Jeremiah is right after Isaiah. So, Jeremiah 1. So, Jeremiah 1. Jeremiah one, it says, Jeremiah one four. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Behold, I formed you in the in the womb. I uh, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. He was having a, a Moses moment right here. But anyway, the Lord kept 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 on saying. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am a youth. Because, you know, God already encountered Moses with this type of issue of, oh, I can't speak issues. So the Lord was like, you know what, I've, I've already dealt with Moses about this. This is not the time, Jeremiah. So to the Lord said, do not say, I am a youth, right? Um, for you shall go to all to whom I send you and whatever, whatever I command you you shall speak do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you says the Lord then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth and said and, and the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth see I have set I have this day set you up over the nations. Over the nation. So let me see something. I want to read where he saw. Okay, fine. Eleven. Let's skip to eleven. It says, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? Okay, the word of the Lord came to him saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. And then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. See that then is that God will show you what he's going to do through visions. It's not just about, you know, what what we see in Zechariah um, that what he was doing in the nation, what, what 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 was happening in the nation, but some but the Lord will speak to you in visions, okay? It will be so precise that you will get to a point where the Lord will show you somebody that you're going to meet. In the day in the morning or at night, you might get a vision of somebody, and you will see the person and what the person's wearing and everything and that is the Lord letting you know you're going to be meeting this person, and I kid you not, you'll be going about your day and then you have that opportunity, and you see that person standing over there or coming toward you or coming to pass by. And you're like, oh my God, I saw that person this morning in a vision. Remember how Jesus said to Nathaniel, I saw you sitting under the fig tree. That is a vision that Jesus got. Before he even saw Nathaniel, he had a vision of Nathaniel. That still happens even now. Okay? It happens even now. I feel the fire of God. It happens even now. Okay, so the more you appreciate, I don't know why I'm going here. I didn't really plan on this. I'm preaching, you know, uh, prophetically and with revelation from the Lord. The more you obey and you are like Jeremiah and you respond to what you're seeing, what God is showing you and you're documenting it and you're actually treasuring it and you, you are treasuring the small beginnings of how you see, God is going to give you more. He's going to give you more. I remember there was this. uh, I remember one time, one morning, I woke up and I had a vision. Uh, It was actually a dream, and then I had a vision of it. So the Lord was trying to tell me, I'm going to meet this person. If the Lord speaks twice, that means you have to pay attention. And so I saw this lady, and um, I actually saw her as a little girl and then i was on a a platform uh per, um, ministering and uh the lady was on there and then i started to minister to her and the lord brought back the vision that i saw that he gave me and it was exactly what she was describing so it let me know that god was preparing me to meet that 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 woman on that platform to minister to her about her situation so if I did not document it down in the morning and just saw it and just you know push it aside without actually contending for me for it or praying about it you know if that opportunity come for me to be used for the glory of God to help somebody in their struggle or even give a word of encouragement to somebody I would not remember it because I did not write it down or it could have been that morning and then 2 days later I meet that person but God is trying to see if you can steward it well okay and so now I let's now I want to take you guys to the vision study um and I hope that this blessed you if you've not been documenting get you a book and start documenting because God will show you more when you appreciate what he's showing you okay sometimes I have visions so I like one time I had a vision of a tree even this, even today, I had a vision of a tree, okay, and I had to ask the Lord. I write them down, and then if I don't have time, I'll go back and I'm like, okay, God, you know. Or if I'm walking around, I'm asking the Lord, like, Lord, what does this vision mean? Or, you know, and there are times where, you know, the Holy Spirit had convict has convicted me, like, hey, God has shown you a lot of visions. You don't, you've not really contented asking what these mean, right? Because one thing about the Lord is He likes to graduate you. He likes to move you to the next level. If you are a dreamer and all you do is dream, 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 God will try to sh- to to shift you to the serum of seeing when you' are awake, okay He's trying to grow you, okay He's trying to mature you. so be flexible. and when you, when you start to see a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of visions instead of instead of dreaming, don't be like, "Whoa, what happened?" Lord, why am I not dreaming? no don't don't say that because your 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 dreaming anointing is still there. It's just that God is trying to cultivate your vision anointing, okay vice versa. if you are a visionary, if you have vision, you always see visions, you're a seer and all you see is visions, 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 and you don't dream um God will shift you to cause you to dream, and then your visions will decline. Okay, when you're awake, you'll not have a, a lot of visions, but you have a lot of dreams because God is trying to build those two types of seer realm to be strong and fortified, okay? So, the Lord wants to mature every little anointing that he's given you. He wants to mature it to its complete height of that tree that he showed me, right? That grows to be a big tree because he doesn't just want your dream realm to be a big tree, but he wants your vision realm to be a big tree. He wants your prophetic realm to be a big tree. He wants you to bear fruit on your tree. So he he likes to cultivate you. It doesn't mean that, you know, he, he doesn't want to use that anointing or that dream realm, but he's trying to shut that down a little bit so you don't depend on it so much so that he can train you in being able to, to, to be awake and still see what he's, he's showing you. Okay? So let's go into the vision teaching. I know somebody's saying, oh, uh, you say you get visions. What, what does that mean? So I'm going to give you a little bit of teaching on what vision is. Um, vision, so everybody, God can speak through anybody. He can give you visions, he can give you dreams, he can give you um, ability to hear his voice. There are people who God has predestined to be prophets, seers. They might not be ordained yet, but they are walking in their gift. They are under authority. You know, they've submitted to a house, they are um, have a leader, they have a mentor, and so but they might not be um, in a place where they are ordained yet, but they're still, God can still talk to them, okay? They're, they're, they are ordained in the in the spirit, but they're not ordained by man, okay? So you might be somebody that's going through that season of learning, season of letting the Holy Spirit teach you, even season of learning from others who have been ordained into the offices, and there are people prophets and then they are seers not all prophets are seers um and not all seers are um so not all prophets are seers but but seers are prophets people who are able to see in the realm of the spirit have visions like how i read about how peter was in a trance um there are pictorial visions there are panoramic visions the visions that you get and the lord will show you i remember one one of the visions i got was um i saw um what I saw was like I saw a plant coming out of the the floor recently and another vision I saw was like a road uh, another vision is like I saw actually yesterday I saw um a, I, I saw an open vision of children young young um teenage girls and boys they were like in a room and uh, they were trying to hide from something you know as I was praying it's about Shooting something somebody is about to shoot somewhere or like uh attack a church or attack a um a, um, a mall or a school and that 's what I saw in my vision all i all I saw was like a snip of it so what the the vision does is that it shows you God speaks to you through the vision, and you have to be able to like literally catch everything that you're seeing and afterwards you have to go into prayer about that vision you have to feel you have to um realize how you're feeling and what you saw it comes in seconds sometimes it lasts a long time if you keep looking sometimes it lasts a long time but if you are a new person who's who's new to seeing in visions when god shows you like sometimes especially those who are like intercessors or have the seer anointing They're able to see faces. God will show you faces of people uh, that you have to pray for. I remember a couple weeks ago, I was praying, and God showed me a face of a girl sitting there very sad. And that was the Lord telling me, I want you to pray for this person. I don't know her, you know. I've never met her. But that is an assignment from the Lord to pray and intercede for that person. And so you might be a, a new intercessor or a new seer, and you are getting visions, but you don't know what to do with it. This is what you need to do. You have to pray. Remember in John 1, 48, uh, it says that, um, uh, I would say, Nathaniel. So in 1 John 48, Nathaniel said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. So, before Jesus saw him, he already saw him in a vision that he was sitting at the fig tree. So you're not crazy. You're not. You're not crazy. You are seeing what God is showing you. You're not crazy at all, okay? It's okay. Nobody, nobody understands you. We've all been there. Nobody, nobody understood me when I said, I keep seeing this. I don't know what it, what it means. It's okay. You're not crazy. You, God is just training you in your ability to see, okay? You might be a seer. You might be a prophet in training it's okay first thing you have to do is you have to pray and ask god why am i seeing these faces or why am i seeing this okay uh last night after uh it was like 3 a.m this morning uh i woke up the holy spirit woke me up and i I started to pray and as i was praying uh, i saw the vision like i said i saw um young teenage boys and girls hiding in a room trying to you know they were like some one of them was like trying to open the the, the window to see um uh, if there was somebody coming to to rescue them and then uh they were very frantic i saw like desk in the room like you know how you go to class a desk there they were very frightened for their lives and i saw that and so what i did was i started to pray for them okay so first, you have to pray. Did you? You have to ask yourself: Did you see that vision in worship, in prayer, in dream, or while you were reading your Bible? There is a time where I I've I have had vision when I was reading my Bible. Uh, I think when I was talking to you guys about "Do not judge," I was talking about Paul, uh, Saul being transformed to Paul, and I saw a vision of wheelchairs like stuck up in a room. Like in a hospital, I saw it. And so God can speak to you anytime, whatever. You can even have vision when you're washing your dishes, okay? You just, and that's why it means to pray without, pray, continuously pray. You know, people think, oh, when I spend time with the Lord in the morning, that's it. No, you have to spend time with the Lord every day. Even when you're folding clothes, you're spending time with the Lord. When you're washing dishes, you're spending time with the Lord. When you're doing certain things, you're still in the presence of the lord when you're driving you're still in the presence of the lord okay number two uh you have to unfold what you saw you're meaning that what's happening with the person that you saw in the vision with the help of the holy spirit i can't help well i can help you by my own strength okay um you can never cast out a demon in my name in bernice's name you cannot touch the hem of my dress to get any power or to get healing. I don't have any power. You don't have any power. It's all by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows everything. He's a paraclete. He's the one that teaches you. He comforts you. Okay? He guides you. He leads you. So you have to ask the Holy Spirit. You have to pray and ask the Lord to help you understand, to unfold what you saw. You know, when I saw that that vision of those those um, young people in that room i had to figure out what is going on right and so i had to pray and as i as i was praying the holy spirit was giving me interpretation because you know just as joseph said doesn't interpretation come from the lord when it's in vision when it's in dreams in everything it comes from him uh three what prayer points does god want you to focus on for that vision that he gave you You have to rely on the holy spirit because you don't know the person i didn't know the person i didn't know the girl that i saw in a vision a couple weeks ago when i was praying at 3 a.m in the morning i saw her i didn't i didn't know her but with the help of the lord i was able to pray concerning what it is that was happening in her life and that's the thing the lord will let you prophetically pray for the person and you will know what's happening because of what you're saying, because of what the Lord is allowing you to say and telling you as you are praying. And even at times where, when you're praying for somebody um, and you're praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit will start to, to give you like, words in your mind about what you're praying about. Okay. Uh, write down the vision, um, the dream, and the prayer points. Write them down. It's important to scribe. If you are a seer, a prophet, it's important to scribe. You have to have something near your bed that you write down what it is that God is telling you. Okay? And you are growing in it. You might not be ordained yet. You know, you might not. You might might even be ordained. You're still usable to the Lord. Five. This is very, very important. If you want God to use you, you have to do this, okay? God loves to share what he's doing, right? The Bible says that God does nothing unless He shared it with his, his what? His prophets. So, you have to know how to hold on to what God tells you without talking about it to everybody, okay? Five Do not gossip with your friends. Do not gossip with your mentor. Do not gossip with your leader. Do not gossip with your husband. Do not gossip with your wife. Do not gossip with your friends. Do not gossip even with your siblings and your family. There's a lot of things that God has shared with me about people. My leaders, the people that I had, apostles that I had um, as, as my mentors, They never heard about it because there are such men of God and women of God that if I came and tell them, they'll be like, is God really telling you to share with me about this? And even like my, my, even like with my, um, my sister, you know, I can never go and tell her what, what it is that I'm seeing about somebody because she would say, is God telling you to share that with me? You know, so you have to be careful about those type of things. You cannot be somebody who runs and start telling everybody what God is sharing with you about a certain person. It's for you to know, not for everybody to know. But when God says, go and, and share it, then yeah, go and share it. Okay? Do not gossip about it. There are times where I remember God showed me a vision of a girl, and I didn't know who she was. But after a few days, I met her in person. And i knew why god let me to see her before i met her because he what he was warning me about her okay and later on she caused all this commotion so you have to be careful what you open your mouth and say because if you're somebody that god is showing you visions and showing you what he's doing you have power in your mouth okay because what you speak can happen so you have to be careful um what's your assignment and what lesson is God trying to show you okay what's your assignment and what is the lesson God is trying to show you and the seventh one is do not judge do not judge believe that your prayers have an impact in somebody's life if God reveals it to you it's for a reason that person might live in Italy or in another country that you've never met that person before but because God showed it to you, he wants you to pray. And because you pray, something shifts in your life, okay? I want you to look at Acts 9, 10 to 19, okay? And read that. Keep praying for the things that God showed you. God will give you more when you pray about it. When you pray about it, but if you don't do anything with it, it's like, you know, the, the, the talent, the, the parable of the talent, right? The one, one of the person that got one, he buried it. That talent did not did you know it did not increase, and then there are those that got the talent, but they actually did something with it, and it doubled so if you look if 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 you use it you're not going to lose it right, so you have to just keep keep praying and keep using it for the uplifting of what God is calling you to do, and sometimes when you start praying for the people or start praying for that situation, you start to feel uh you start to cry you know you start to feel a lot of different emotions i remember a couple years ago um i had a vision where i saw uh young people running away running out of a school like they were running and i saw in there it was like it was a vision and it was a dream at first i had the dream where i saw a um a young boy holding a gun in in the school And I can remember remember that dream even now. He was holding a gun, and some of the people were in the classrooms. And I went there, and I closed the doors in the classrooms. And then after I closed the doors in the classrooms, I went to where the boy was. And I I saw him, and you could tell that he, he... he had the spirit of rejection. He felt like he was not seen. And so I, in the dream, I started to talk to the boy. And I, I, I started to, like, talk to him, like, you, you don't want to do this. You shouldn't do this. You know, stop. I was basically trying to calm him down in the dream. And I was able to take the gun from him. And then I woke up. And I think it was around, like, 4 o'clock. And I started to, like, pray. I had, like, a burden to pray. And I laid on the floor for at least like five hours. I did not wake i didn't I could not get up from the floor. I was laying there praying. It was like an ezekiel moment like God was like, "I want you to just lay there and just intercede." not knowing you know and even when I was laying there, I had like a vision. not knowing that around um around the time that I was laying there, i think around uh in the afternoon. There was a shooting that was happening in maryland at that time and in a school and only i think it was only a few people that were injured and the boy basically the the gun was um something happened to the gun and, and the boy was not able to shoot any any more people so if i did not obey with the dream that i saw and did not go into intercession you know, and I, I believe that I was not the only one praying. I remember I texted, uh I messaged my prophetic friends. And I told I told them, hey, I want you guys to pray with me because this this looks very vivid to me. It's, it's as though I was there, right? And so they started to pray as well, you know. And I believe I was not the only, only one praying. I think other people in other countries that God has were also interceding. But the thing is, I obeyed and I prayed about it, right? And so... If you are somebody who's new to seeing in the in the realm of the spirit and even in dreams, these are some key points that you can you can look at to help you with how to handle what God shows you. Okay. Hi, guys. So before uh, we leave, I want to give a testimony, something that the Lord did for me this year. And I'm so thankful that you took the time to listen to all of this all throughout the three hours time that you listened to it. And I hope it edified you. Um, In April of this year, 2021, I had COVID. And when I had COVID, I was quarantined by myself in my room. And then as I was laying there, I was just contemplating on basically my life and what God has assigned for me to do. And as I was laying there, I mean, I knew that I was going to come out out of this COVID experience. I knew it was just a process that the Lord literally, you know everything that happens, God allows it, He knows why he He makes things happen, you know. And so um, as I was laying there, I realized, like, Lord. If if um, if I don't do everything that the Lord asks me to do with my life, then what what point is it? You know, and so I knew that in my heart, God has been telling me to write a book. And so write a book about hope and joy. And so I started to write this book and it literally took me a day and basically two days to write this book. And um, I finished it so quick. Because of the Holy Spirit's grace to help me to be able to put it together. And then there was this um, publication that I knew about. And so I sent it to them, and I created it on there. And within um, the next couple days, it was published. And so my book is called A Season of Hope and Joy you can find it on my ministry page, um, com. But the best thing about it is after I came out of COVID, I remember the Lord was telling me, Bernice, I'm going to PR your book. You know, most people, when they write a book, they have a PR who goes around basically helping them spread their book on Amazon and all these things so that people can know about it. But God says, I'm gonna be your PR. You don't you don't have to, you know, sell it. You don't have to tell people everywhere, you don't have to, you know, advertise about it on different social media platforms and send it to everybody. You don't have to do all that. I'm gonna do it. And the Lord kept telling me, He's gonna show it on TV. And I was like, Okay, Lord, I'm excited, I'm expecting, I'm looking out for it. And then it was featured on CTV News. I kid you not. I got the message um, in the email that they wanted to basically uh, interview me for my book because my book was written during COVID. Like, who writes a book during COVID, right? <laughs> Only by the unctioning of the Holy Spirit that I wrote that book. Um and so my book was interviewed so basically in um in April my book was published that's when i had covid in July my book was i think it was June or July my book was on tv it literally took 3 months for the lord to spread my book on the news i found myself on the news talking about Jesus, talking about my the book that he gave me to write, talking about how what it means to find joy in the Lord, what it means to find peace, what it means to find hope in the Lord. Can you believe this? Like, the Lord loves our obedience and our expectation. When he told me, I believed it. I was just waiting. I didn't know when it was going to happen. He didn't tell me when. But he made it happen. And so whatever it is that God has told you, remember and know this, that he has the final say. And whatever he speaks, it does happen. Don't ever doubt it at all. It does happen. And so God led me to write a second book. And I published my second book September 1st. I wanted to publish it August 23rd, but he told me to wait And published it on September 1st. And my book is called Encounter. How to Encounter the Lord. Um, My second book is dedicated to basically helping people know how to encounter God. So I share personal times where I had prayer moments with the Lord. And then I saw the Lord literally answer my prayers. Or like um, reveal himself through so many different ways that the Lord speaks and show himself. Um, So you will really like this second book because this second book is basically very open where I share my personal God moments where God just blew my mind, like, the things that he did, you can just be like, whoa, and I've told those stories before to people, and they're like, oh my goodness, that is amazing, like, they feel inspired, they feel like they too can have that God moment, you know, and it all comes from prayer, being able to encounter God in prayer, and all of that, so my second book is called Encounter, and you can get it on my um, my website, Canvas and Communion. it has also, like, devotional to it and so um you can do devotionals as you listen to it and also as you read it you can do um devotionals with it so i hope that you are encouraged by this um message of testimony that the lord is a god that fulfills what he he says as long as we obey and we do what he tells us to do it it happens. It happens. He make it happen. So I want to charge you right now, whatever it is that God is telling you to do, do it and watch him blow your mind. I never knew I was going to be on TV talking about Jesus like that, like in a few months, you know? But I know many blessings are coming and God is always going to get the glory for everything that he does. And remember that nobody can stop the hand of God in your life. Nobody can stop what God wants to do in your life because he is God Almighty. He's powerful in all his ways. And so obey him and watch him bless you. I hope that this testimony blessed you and you can get my books on canvasandcommunion.com. Love you guys.